Hi, and welcome to the Magnetically You podcast. I'm your host and intuitive life coach, Madison Arnhold. This podcast is here to help you access the intuitive wisdom and peace within you so you can live with more freedom, flow, joy, and alignment in your everyday life. So we all know how the holidays can get a little crazy and often revolve around pleasing others, giving to others, buying gifts, running around, planning parties, cooking and eating a bunch of food and making sure everybody else is happy and has what they need. But what about you? So this year, I want to invite you to give yourself the ultimate gift the gift of presence. So I created 12 days of presence for you to put giving to yourself and being present at the heart of this holiday season. And this isn't just about getting through the holidays. Life is always happening now. And the only time and place we can ever find joy is here and now. So for 12 days, you're going to get daily rituals and practices that will guide you in reconnecting and realigning with a deeper sense of inner calm, peace, and presence. So we're starting November 30th. If this sounds fun and you would like to join us, you can go to madisonarnholt.com slash presence. And with that, we will go into this week's episode. Hi, and welcome back to the Magnetically You podcast. I'm excited to share this episode because over-spiritualizing is something I have absolutely done. And just when it that's arising, it's very clear <laughs> that it doesn't actually help and it just keeps you stuck and it just keeps you trapped. So I wanted to talk about it today because this was probably something I really needed to hear two years ago, but I didn't know anybody saying this or calling it out, or maybe they were and I just couldn't see it. Who knows? But I wanted to call this out in case it's something that you're experiencing, because when we over-spiritualize everything and and like take on this like big spiritual story and identity, it really keeps us stuck and it really keeps us trapped and actually really stagnates us from the natural spiritual growth that wants to unfold for us in this life. So what is over-spiritualizing? To me, it's basically like mentally (laughs) taking on an identity of being spiritual or mentally getting fixated on being, acting, and thinking spiritually or mentally fixating on giving everything a spiritual meaning, like just trying, just trying to make everything (laughs) spiritual by the, according to the mind's concepts of what it means to be spiritual. But when we make our whole life, when we're trying to just do spiritual development (laughs) 24 seven, nothing actually develops. And when we actually just live our life, then all of life can become spiritual development without the need to constantly overanalyze and attempt to fix ourselves and to try to be spiritual or become spiritual for spiritual growth. It can happen organically. And so when we get obsessed with self-improvement or spiritual growth, that intense like focus can create a lot of stagnation, which ultimately that feeling of stagnation is all the emotions that we're repressing by trying hard to be 
uh, perfectly spiritual. It can lead to feeling overwhelmed. It can lead to feeling like I'm doing all the practices and I'm meditating all day and I'm pulling all of the tarot cards and I'm asking my intuition every day what to do. And I'm, <laughs> I'm burning sage <laughs> and I'm cleansing my aura and whatever, right? We can feel like we're doing all the things, but we can still feel really stuck. And that's probably a really, really great sign that there's some over spiritualizing that could be going on. And there's nothing wrong with it. As I said, I've done it. I'm going to share more about how it showed up for me in case it's helpful for you to recognize any of the signs in you, but growth can happen naturally. So how I, how I feel about it now is like, I don't, I don't care about (laughs) spiritual. It's like, yeah, what I consider myself spiritual, like, I guess, but I'm not taking on a big spiritual story or identity. And if you are, that's okay. Cause I've done it. <laughs> I promise you. And let's grow in our awareness today. So we can <laughs> actually become free of getting stuck in that. So I don't do spiritual <laughs> development anymore. It's like, it feels like spiritual development does me like life just hands me the perfect opportunities to release what I need to release and to grow literally on a silver platter. Life will show you (laughs) when the time is right. And transformation now for me is happening in a really graceful, organic, gentle way for the most part. And in a way that's actually sticking and actually allowing me to feel this sense that I really am elevating that that sounds like an over-spiritualized word, but like elevating in the sense that like there, there seems to be a peace that keeps growing and growing a neutrality that keeps growing and growing a sense that all is well, that keeps growing and growing, but it's not because I tried hard to become peaceful or become the person who believed everything was well. When I was trying hard to be that person, I was (laughs) far far from it. So how this showed up for me, I mean, there's so many ways. When I first got into, you could say spirituality, I was really into manifestation and got to get your energy right. So you can attract all the like good things. And I was like trying really hard to be (laughs) in good energy. And I would and have good beliefs and have the positive mindset. And I would journal and journal and journal for, oh my God, hours upon hours upon hours. Like, honestly, like I, I can't believe I, I didn't realize at the time that it was literally not doing anything for me, but I believed this is spiritual. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is how I have to grow. Like I've got to like beat down these limiting beliefs and, and like tell, talk myself out of these low vibes and be just high vibe. I got to just do it. And I would journal and journal and journal for hours and hours and hours trying to write down all my quote, bad beliefs and change them into good ones. Like who also like who decided which ones were good or bad. And all I was doing was just first pretending, because I still believed the old beliefs, even though I wrote down the new ones. It's like, no, I still believe the old one, like writing down a different one didn't actually shift that inner belief and the energy associated um, to it. And I was avoiding 
all of my emotions probably in the light of, oh, well, I got to be really <laughs> like, I got to feel really good to manifest. So I was just like, feel good, feel good, feel good, feel good, feel good. It's like, well, it's kind of hard to do that when you're just like stuffing, you know, all your shit in the closet. And it's like, oh, my room looks so clean. It's like, yeah, but that shit's going to start falling out of the closet. <laughs> you keep piling it in there and not looking at any of it. And what else, how else did this show up? Those are, that's probably like the main way, just like trying really hard to be what I thought was spiritual and even wanting to be seen as spiritual. Like, I can't think of any specific examples, but like, like even like doing things to then post them on social media. So then, then to be seen as spiritual, it's like, oh my gosh, how crazy now to look back on it but that's where I well that's where I was at and I'm sharing in case it's helpful and maybe you're not at that I don't know level (laughs) that I was but maybe there's even like small ways where this is still showing up for you and actually like holding you back from whatever we want to call spiritual growth like what even is that it's just an idea of what we think being spiritual is but it's like okay well I don't know so I wanted to share a few ways that over spiritualizing can manifest or show up again it's just bringing awareness to this so you can shine the light of awareness on any of this that's showing up for you not to condemn you, not to make you wrong, not to say like, oh, you're being bad at being spiritual. Like, although I actually feel like if you probably, if you feel that feeling, that may be a sign that this is coming up um, for you. So some of the ways it can show up and I'm pretty sure all of these, yeah, all of these have come up for me. So it's, again, it's not wrong. We're just bringing awareness to it so that we can actually grow and trans and create transformation rather than just stay stuck. So the first way it can show up is emotional pretending. So trying to stay positive and look on the bright side and faking detachment. That was a big one for me. I like had this, I guess I was thinking like being spiritual means you're detached, you're surrendered. So then I would like pretend that I was detached and pretend I was surrendered before I actually felt that. And when we're faking <laughs> how we feel or pretending we're already to the positive side when we haven't actually moved through the quote negative emotions, those emotions just stay stuck. And it's like telling the story of like, oh, everything is fine, all is well, but you don't actually feel that it's like secret like you you're like telling the story that everything's like good all is well like good vibes like I'm so detached like I don't care everything's fine either way but then on the inside you feel like kind of miserable I definitely had a phase of so much emotional pretending where it's like I really like convinced myself I was like doing all the right things and I'm like why am I still feeling so just like 
stuck. And like, I'm like swimming through, like trying to like swim through like the stickiest honey on the planet. It's like, oh, well, because I have all this emotional weight that I'm not addressing that I'm just like carrying around with me. That's making everything feel like swimming through honey. And so this emotional pretending we could call it, it keeps us stuck because it keeps those emotions stuck. And when those emotions stay stuck, we just keep feeling them. Life keeps presenting situations that poke them to the surface for transmutation and then wisdom on the other side. But instead of experiencing the actual growth and transformation and wisdom on the other side, we say, oh, I'm, I'm spiritual. Like I don't have any negative emotions. And then we push it down and then we just keep, it keeps coming back up and we can't actually experience the transformation and wisdom and lightness on the other side because we keep pushing it down and then we keep manifesting the situations. And it's like this like loop that we keep saying stuck in. It's like, we feel this and then we keep manifesting situations that match that feeling. And then we feel that <laughs> way. And it feels really, it can feel really heavy. It can feel like a, we're drag, we, we have to like drag ourselves like through this honey or really like carrying around this like heaviness or this emotional weight thinking that we just need to like think more positive or like push harder, like do be, be better. But it's like, there's no amount of like, it's like the emotional pretending, let's say like we, it keep, we're putting on we've put on these layers of emotions. Let's say they're like, when I was on swim team, when I was little, some of the girls would wear multiple bathing suits to swim practice to create extra resistance. So that when they got to the actual race, they felt like light as a feather. They could just glide through the water. And that's often what we're doing with emotional pretending is that we have these extra bathing suits on instead of realizing, Oh, I have an extra bathing suit on. I can clear. I need to actually like feel and allow and clear this extra bathing suit. Instead of doing that, we just say, Oh, everything's fine. And we just swim harder. And it's like, but you still have the extra bathing suit on and it's causing drag, no matter how try how much you try to like think really positive and like swim as if you only had one bathing suit on there's extra bathing suits. And so with that emotional pretending, it's like our, our greatest freedom is not in denying our emotions, not in running away from them. It's in really, it's becoming aware and being honest, being honest with where you actually are. And it doesn't mean you're stuck there. And it doesn't mean you'll stew in those <laughs> feelings forever or, or manifest more bad stuff. You could say it actually means you can finally move forward. I was working with a client the other day and she had been pushing down a lot of emotions because she felt like, oh, well, if I, if I go into them, then I'll just, if I allow these emotions, if I actually feel them, if I actually go into them, then I feel like I'll just keep perpetuating them. Won't that be giving more energy to them? And it's like, no, <laughs> this is a big fat myth that you can even check for yourself. It's like, don't even take anything I'm saying is true for you. Like check it for yourself and your own life and your own intuition 
but feeling an emotion and allowing an emotion is actually what allows it to be transmuted. Denying it's there keeps it stuck. And so w- once a feeling, it's like once a, once a, you could say negative emotion is here, like it's here. <laughs> you can't like think your way out of it or talk your way out of it. That's like trying to drive a boat on the road. Like boats drive in the water, just like emotions move in the body. You can't think your way out of your emotions, no matter how hard you try. Because again, it's like the emotion is still there. It's like trying to think your way out of your emotions is like trying to just swim harder when you have multiple bathing suits on. It's like, there's no amount of swimming that is going to clear that bathing suit, we could say. So our emotions aren't meant to be run away from or denied or positively or or like buried under the disguise of oh I'm everything's fine like positive thoughts like they're meant to be felt through to the other side and that's where transformation lies and that's where more freedom and wisdom resides and then you don't even have to there's you don't have to think positive or try to be positive your thoughts will then naturally rise in frequency you could say and rise to positivity naturally my family was saying when I was there recently they were like you're just so you're so positive and you just don't don't judge anybody and I could hear what they were saying was like oh Madison's so good she doesn't judge she's so positive how did she get like that we all need to do that it's like I this did not happen for me mentally trying to be positive when I was mentally trying to be positive and mentally trying not to judge people I was doing the exact opposite like trying didn't work trying hard to be a certain way didn't work it's as I actually started to say, yup, (laughs) like, oh, like recognizing, yeah, getting honest with myself of like, okay, yeah, there are negative emotions. Like, let's look at it. Let's feel it. Let's dive into it, welcome it. And then on the other side, every time was more lightness and freedom and wisdom. And, And over time, there's a natural, a natural raising, you could say of my thoughts to more positivity but I'm not trying to make my thoughts do anything. My thoughts just think more positive (laughs) as I actually allow and release the emotional energy, you could say, rather than stuffing it down. Okay, so the second thing that can way that over-spiritualizing can manifest or show up is having a lot of really fabulous mental concepts, but little actual wisdom. So I used to like over consume spiritual content without embodying it or verifying it as true for myself. I would just consume, 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 consume. I was gathering all kinds of mental ideas and mental concepts and, you know, even reading stuff about feeling your feelings, but I wasn't actually <laughs> feeling them. And it's like, I was reading about transmuting my feelings, but I wasn't actually transmuting my feelings. I was reading about, I don't know what, but not actually living it. And I thought knowing it 
I was just, I just wanted to know it all and that's fine. So there's a difference between mental concepts and actual wisdom. Like everything happens for a reason, right? That's, you know, a big spiritual, we could say like belief, everything happens for a reason. All is well, we're all one. Nothing has meaning except for the meaning you give it, like whatever all these things are. And so we can fall into this trap of telling the story of a mental concept that we've heard someone say before, but it's not actually wisdom we've we know for ourselves from within ourselves or actually have the felt experience of. So it's like you could have has something happened in your life and you like yesterday, someone <laughs> someone's backed into my car. So we got in a little wreck. And let's say someone had that happen and they, they hated it. They couldn't understand why, why did this happen to me? Oh my God. I can't believe this happened. Why did this happen? Why did this happen? Oh my God. I should have gone a different way. Why did this happen? Right. Someone could be in that story. And then they're like, oh no, well, everything happens for a reason that (laughs) will keep you stuck when telling the story of everything happens for a reason, when you're not actually knowing that truth for yourself because there's a feeling inside blocking it so when you fake tell that story you block that feeling and it stays stuck and then the whole (laughs) the whole staying stuck continues the third way that over spiritualizing can manifest is it can lead to a lot of overthinking and overanalyzing so like obsessing over a meaning like digging for a meaning where it's not needed. So back to the car wrecking example, you could be like obsessing over like, why did this happen? Like, what's the lesson? I actually even, I yesterday, I, I did find myself like quickly looking for the like energetically, like why did this happen right after the fact? And then I was like, okay, well, whatever. I let it go, right? Like I had, <laughs> I had the thought that there wasn't a bunch of I don't know, emotional weight attached to it. So I kind of just let it drift off. But if there was emotional weight attached to it, it could be like obsessing over like, what was the lesson? What was the lesson? What was the lesson? And then because the lesson hasn't presented itself yet, you can almost make one up. Oh, well, it happened because I was meant to be home 10 minutes later because like just making up a fake spiritual lesson but you didn't actually receive a lesson and again that holds you back because you didn't actually get the lesson from it and the funny thing is it's with so with the car thing yesterday like looking back on it now have there having been kind of like time and (laughs) leaving it alone it's like the insight that I have is that I was there was a lot of frustration in me yesterday for various other random things coming up, right? There was just some frustrated old energy in me coming up and my reality brought a situation to match that energy. Like I just kind of like, let it be as simple as that. Like, and that's because like, naturally that is the insight that's coming to me. I didn't try to make up why, the car wreck happened or blame myself for bad energy. Like I don't even, it doesn't even feel like a lesson. It just feels like, 
oh yeah, that's how manifestation works. Like played out perfectly. Okay. But I didn't, I'm not saying, oh, it played out perfectly. Even though I don't feel it played out perfectly. I actually feel that. But if I didn't, if I didn't, I would be honestly (laughs) feeling into what I, what I did feel. Okay. So what else did I want to say? Okay. So it can lead to overanalyzing and overthinking, obsessing over the meaning, digging for a meaning where, where it's not needed or where the meaning or lesson or clarity just hasn't presented yet. Like what if you don't have to go like digging for the lesson or the clarity or the meaning and instead can let it come to you, or maybe there's no meaning needed. Like if you don't know, then you don't know. And maybe you don't need to know, like, why do we need to go mentally trying to know more than we know. And when we try to immediately like, what's the lesson when a negative emotion or experience comes up and then like mentally trying to come up with what that lesson should be, then we miss out on the authentic wisdom that can be, that will be developed and revealed, but it can't be developed and revealed if we immediately jump from (laughs) the situation to turning it into a fake lesson, bearing those emotions. So it's like, then we never actually get the real wisdom or the real lesson you could say, and the real freedom and the real transformation. We just get a, well, we, I guess what we think is a fake one, but we know, we probably know intuitively deep down. It's not, it's not real insight. The Fourth way that over-spiritualizing can manifest is acting as a spiritual character versus just being natural. So we can, you know, there's so many concepts and ideas of what it means to be spiritual. And this is probably different for everyone, but it could be spiritual people are giving, spiritual people play with crystals, spiritual people meditate spiritual people talk to aliens spiritual people are kind spiritual people don't react spiritual people don't judge spiritual people are always high vibe they drink cacao they don't have desires they're positive they don't have fear they burn sage they cleanse their energy they're empaths who just absorb everyone else's feelings right these are all ideas of what it means to be spiritual and Nothing is actually ever always right or always wrong or always spiritual or always not. Like sometimes you, the most spiritual thing you could do, we'll say it could be playing with crystals. And sometimes it could be like jumping on a trampoline to put spiritual superiority to certain actions and objects keeps us limited because we're then we're limited to those actions and those objects when those actions and objects may not always be the most true and authentic aligning now thing. So you can think about spiritual identity, like having, let's say we have two bowls, two really big bowls in front of us. And on the left side is the spiritual bowl. And on the right side is whatever, not spiritual, we'll say. So in the spiritual bowl, we've let's let's say this is our concept of what it means to be spiritual so in the bucket imagine in this bucket we put little pieces of paper say okay spiritual people 
drink cacao, put that in the bucket. Spiritual people play with crystals, put that in the bucket. They meditate, they're kind, they're high vibe, they burn sage, they're impasse, right? Put it all in the bucket. And this, this bucket, right? Everything that goes in this bucket, this is what it means to be spiritual. And I'm supposed to be spiritual because spiritual is good and blah, 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 whatever other stories we have. But we don't need labels and boxes or bowls to tell us who we are and what to do in each moment. Like our intuition can guide us. Our natural wisdom can guide us. And instead of when we allow the bucket to guide us, the identity to guide us or to tell us what to do or not to do. Oh, well, they don't, cacao is not in this bucket or cacao is in this bucket. I'm supposed to drink cacao or oh, spiritual people don't judge. I can't do that. Even though if you're actually have judging showing up, it's like, well, what do you do then? Just pretend you're not like feeling that it's like, that doesn't help us. <laughs> and so when we have the, the spiritual identity, you could say it's limiting because then we think we can only choose from what we think is spiritual rather than choosing from everything authentically to what our intuition guides us to. And it could be as simple as like, maybe like, I don't know. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Because it's spiritual, but it's not actually aligning for you or bringing you joy. It's like, are you drinking cacao? Like, because there's pure joy. Like if nobody was looking at you and nobody knew you were drinking cacao, it's like, would you still want it? Or if it, if, or if it wasn't going to make you more spiritual, would you still want it? maybe you would maybe you wouldn't but like what are those things that you're (laughs) doing because it's fitting into this like character of what your mind has mind's belief system of what it means to be spiritual and it's like what if we well what if we didn't have to just choose from the bowl (laughs) what is spiritual what if we could choose from what if we could just dump out all of our bowls and say i get to choose from everything And without, without spiritual, the spiritual character or the spiritual identity or the, everything that's in the bowl telling us what we should or shouldn't do, we actually can allow our authentic, inherent intelligence or wisdom or intuition to arise and to guide us, but we can't develop that trust in that knowingness if we're always like bypassing it or skipping over it just to do what we think the spiritual character is supposed to do so I'm curious to hear if this resonates I have a feeling I'm like I don't know if anyone would want to be like yes this resonates I am pretending some spirituality so like maybe yeah you can keep it to keep it to yourself if you want to. But I wanted to share now if you if you recognize any of these patterns or you're intuitively feeling like, ah, maybe I'm doing this. It's nothing to feel bad about. It's nothing to feel ashamed about. It's not that weird. I've done it. Many people on the spiritual path have done it. Many people are doing it. It's okay. And can we become more aware of it, recognize that it's not actually helping us? And is there a different way we can approach 
spiritual growth that may serve us more. So the first key we'll say is just having that self-awareness, like being honest with yourself. Like if you've been doing this, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. Like watch yourself, watch yourself when you play the spiritual character, like when you are burning the stage because you're playing the spiritual character versus when it authentically feels natural to burn the sage, right? Like just witness it. You don't have to make it wrong. Just notice it and be like, oh, there's the spiritual character trying to play a role again. Like, thank you. And what's the actual truth for me? If I'm really honest with myself, what's true for me here? The second thing that may help is loosen the fuck up on the spiritual work and live a little. So being spiritual or spiritual growth, it's not a job. I certainly try to make it one (laughs) because I thought I had to become something. I thought there was somewhere to get. I thought there was something to achieve, but there's nothing to achieve. There's just only (laughs) really shit to let go of and then see the, the, the truth of who you are kind of under, underneath. So instead of trying to do what a spiritual person would do, can you just do what actually feels true and in alignment for you and let life show you, quote, the work, if we even want to call it that. So you don't need to create work like inner work or spiritual work or whatever, where there actually isn't work. Like I, I was definitely making, I was like making up, trying to make up spiritual work with all that journaling. And all I was doing was staying stuck in my mind, stuck in my patterns and stuck in my feelings and therefore (laughs) stuck in my reality. So we don't have to create work where there isn't. It's more about working with what's arising now. So we don't have to go hunting. We don't have to go back through every childhood pattern. Okay, what trauma happened then? Okay, how do I release that one? What's the lesson from that one? What's the wisdom from that one? Okay, who do I need to forgive? Okay, make a list of everybody I need to forgive. Okay, what do I need to be grateful for? Okay, make a list of what I need to be grateful for. Ah, it's not a job. (laughs) So we can work with what's arising now. Life will show us now. If there's something up now, then we can work with it. Now we don't need to go digging. We don't need to go searching. And it's such a freaking relief to just live and then let life, let life grow you. (laughs) You don't have to like make it happen. So maybe does it intuitively feel right to you to loosen up on your spiritual work and live a little, like, do you need to back off of consuming spiritual content? Do you need to like loosen up on your practices like are you like journaling for eight hours like I was but then you know it's like secretly it's not actually doing um anything maybe you need to drop all the practices you're doing because of spiritual because I'm spiritual altogether do you need to just have fun for the hell of it like go do you need to go to karaoke or get ice cream or watch stupid tv or go to a comedy show or paint your nails or like just do something that the mind thinks like isn't being spiritual. Like, can you give yourself permission to get outside of the spiritual bowl or the spiritual character and actually just do what feels true and authentic and fun and natural now? 
And as we live life, then life will show us. So the third step or key we could say is to stop forcing spiritual growth growth, and let life show you what's ready. So it's a shift from actively like striving for spiritual growth versus allowing it to occur organically. So when we're striving for it, at least from my experience, it never worked. It never helped. It just kept me stuck. And as I allow it to occur organically, I I am really experiencing a really expanding sense of just peace and more unwavering alignment and lightness and natural wisdom coming up, natural positivity coming up. And I don't even, it's like, I don't even care about being spiritual anymore. So how do we know when something, I don't know, is ready for growth? You could say, it's like, well, you'll have an intuitive knowing that there's something that would support you to do. So maybe, and and be honest with yourself. Is this my like fake, is this me pretending to be Eckhart Tolle <laughs> telling me to quiet my mind or am I feeling a natural calling to meditate life will show us what's ready to be worked with either our intuition will guide us to what we need to do or there will be a heavy emotion in the now that is our signpost you could say to go within to feel that emotion and to allow it to transmute. And and then after that emotion is felt and transmute, then we're more connected to our intuition. We have more clarity. We have more wisdom. We have more freedom. And then we can just naturally do what our natural intelligence and wisdom guides us to. And then, okay, maybe there's another triggered emotion coming up or another feeling coming up. Okay. We work with that. And then we go about our life, letting our intuition guide us. And then maybe another thing pops up and then we can go about. And so it can be, it can be that literally that simple as release what's coming up when it comes up and follow your intuition. Otherwise in the now that's it. Like we don't have to take it on as this big job and make a big checklist. And I got to burn sage and I got a journal and I got this and I got that. And it's like, do what brings you joy. Like, of course, like burn a hundred things of sage in a day. If it makes you like happy, like I love burning incense. I love crystals in my apartment. I have no idea what the crystals mean. I don't do anything with them. I just like them. (laughs) They're pretty, right? So it's like, you don't, we don't have to put on a spiritual show. We can be honest with ourselves about where we truly and authentically are and where intuition is truly and authentically guiding us because that will actually create the greatest transformation and growth for us. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that it serves you. And if it resonated and you feel like there's other people in your life or maybe your community who would resonate with this message, I would love if you would share it on Instagram and screenshot it. You can tag me at madison.arnholt. Until then, I will see you on the next episode.